I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, it's the Hollywood Life Podcast. I am here with my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita. Hi, Ali. Hi guys, so good to be here. Bonnie, I love your Hollywood Life pink shirt or dress that you're wearing. It's so cute. Thank you. Well, I did manage to smudge it with mascara before starting, <laughs> but don't judge me. You can't even see, we're, we're online. <laughs> yes, we like that fuzzy, fuzziness. Yeah. It's good, it's good sometimes. Well, we've got a very special, really special guest here today. And she deserves a giant congratulations. Oh. But first of all, let's welcome to our the new Miss Universe of 2020, Andrea Meza. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, thank you for the congratulations and for the time. Of course. Oh, my gosh. And you were Miss Mexico. Um, and you represented Mexico at the Miss Universe pageant that was in Hollywood, California, or Hollywood, California, Hollywood, Florida. Florida. Yeah. Um, and uh, you have been Miss Universe for about a week now. You just moved to New York City. How does it feel being in America, living here, um, and just like your first week as Miss Universe? I'm loving every single moment of this experience. Uh, yesterday, it was a week that I was crowned Miss Universe, and it has been a dream. I cannot believe it has been already a week. I've been very busy. I started the job at the first minute when I was crowned. Um, I remember uh, I was celebrating with my friends from the competition, and Esther came. She's like my manager, and she said, okay. Congratulations, Miss Universe, and you start to work right now. And she took me backstage <laughs> uh, with the first official photo shoot. Uh, I had a couple of interviews, a press conference, uh, more pictures with all the sponsors and special guests. And it has been amazing. And the day after that, I moved here to New York City. I'm right now at my new apartment, which I'm sharing with Miss USA Asia. We have been having such a great time. I have the opportunity already to visit some of the iconic places of the city and you know the great part is that since we are trying not to be a lot of time in closed uh places because i haven't had my vaccine yet which i'm having tomorrow actually okay. so Glad we've been taking that. care of, of myself yeah I'm, I'm excited about that um so we we've been trying to have this interviews on the outside and that has uh, allowed me to discover new places. I actually had one interview at a vegan restaurant. I'm vegan, so I was super happy to be there. Oh. And um, yeah, I've been very busy, but I love it. This is what I, have, I was expecting and even more. Well, we're so glad to hear that, that you're loving it and that you found a vegan restaurant. And there are lots of good vegan restaurants in New York. Yeah. Now, are you sleeping in your Miss Universe sash? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but I have to tell you that at the beginning, 
I couldn't believe it. So I would like, I would see the crown and the sash and I was like, you are like, this oh. is you, <laughs> this is yours now. It's, it's incredible. And it's hard to believe at the beginning because I, I consider myself a normal person, just a normal girl, a Mexican girl that had a dream and that had been working hard in order to achieve those dreams. And, uh, you know, you, you see Miss Universe on television and you say, wow, what an incredible woman. And you create these stories in your head, like she must be this way. She is perfect. She, she's probably this way or the other. And now that I'm here and I have this sash and the crown, I realize that I'm, I'm still the same. I'm just a normal girl. So sometimes it's hard to believe that this is actually mine. But I think that's the power, that's the power of it because I, I always love to, to tell the people I'm normal and uh, I want to inspire just other normal person to also work hard for their dreams and they will totally achieve it. Yeah, and you, so tell me how you got into the pageant world because you are, a, you have a degree in software engineering. Yeah. Um, you do a lot with tourism in your hometown. Um, and, you know, how did this kind of come to be? Was Miss Universe always a dream? Yeah, and I, I do. I'd love you to tell us a little more about your degree. I mean, software engineering, there are not a lot of other pageant winners who have a degree like that. So, and yeah. women. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, the people are always so interested in that. Um, so since I was a young girl, I always loved technology, computers. I was very good at math and physics and all that. So I don't know, just life took me uh, into that path. I, I love my career. It's super interesting. It, it's challenging. And I think that's the thing that I love the most about it. And it gave me this uh, abilities to learn how to work with a team to learn how to start a process and have a project from the beginning to end. And that's something that you can apply in everything that you do, not only in technology. Um, and well, I decided to study that because I was very good at math and I discovered that I was very good at programming. And then when I was at school, when I was in high school, I, I think I was 16 years old when Jimena Navarrete won Miss Universe. She's Mexican. So that was inspiring for me in a different way because I was so focused on this maths and, and technology, but I, I was not working in this other side of me. The ability to be more social, the ability to express myself and to let the, the people around me know who I really am. I was afraid of showing my true personality and be criticized. So uh, realizing that there are women that are not afraid of what people think about them and that have the courage to stand on a stage and just show the world who they are and be proud of it. It was very inspiring for me. But at the same time, I didn't thought that I was, uh, that I was able to do that. I was super afraid, but, I, but she was an inspiration for me. So let's say that I, I had like this big dream in the back of my head and I kept working on other things. So when I was at the college, uh, I had a couple of friends that were always telling me that you should participate and you should do it. So they uh, filled my inscription form for a contest at college without telling me, without asking me. Wow. And yeah, and the next day they were like, okay, Andrea, I have to tell you something. Uh, you were participating at the college contest <laughs> and you you have to win uh, first at engineering school in order to, to go to the the big competition. And I was like, 
what <laughs> what did you just do <laughs> um but I, I had no way out so i did it and there was a little like a small part of me that actually wanted to do it but i was so afraid that i was stopping myself for doing different things so i did it i won at the engineering school and when i, I participated against the other schools i didn't win but that gave me a different view of, of this. I realized that I liked being on stage and that it felt good. Even though uh, I was exposing myself to all, all these people, uh, the energy that you can feel on stage, it was amazing. So I wanted more. And thanks to that, I met a lot of people that were involved in this uh, pageantry world. And I remember one of them told me once, you're going to be Miss Mexico one day. And I left. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and then everything started happening so fast. I, it, this was on 2015, 16, something like that. That's when I first entered my first pageant, 2016, like a real pageant representing my state, Chihuahua. And it has been a long and hard process because the first time I was in front of a camera, I froze. I, I didn't even remember my name. I was so scared. <laughs> it was so hard for me. But at the same time, I wanted to push myself into these kind of situations. Uh, maybe unconsciously, I was putting myself in this, in this moment where I, uh, I was afraid, but I, I wanted to try it. And that's when I started realizing that nothing happens. I mean, you can make mistakes, but you, you keep going on and you learn from those mistakes. And well, after five years, I think, it's been four or five years after that. And well, now I'm here. And every time I see my sash in the crown, I remember myself where I started. And I feel so proud of myself. And I know I, I can still keep learning a lot and I can still keep growing and experiencing new things. But every time I, I make these small achievements, I feel so good with myself because I remember who I was. And I compare myself to the new Andrea. And it, it's just, it, it's amazing. And when I, when I think about it, life took me to this path because I needed to experience these new things that engineering was not giving it was not giving it to me so um yeah I left engineering I learned a lot from that and I'm so thankful for it I think it gave me a different pr perspective but this changed my life com for complete well listen you now have the Miss Universe platform in which your voice can be heard around the world and can be heard, especially you know, here in the United States and in Mexico, because you were Miss Mexico, you um, can be an inspiration for so many other women who wanna fulfill different parts of themselves. And who knows where your degree and now your experience of being on a platform like this will take you. But you also, aren't you very, are you going to be using your platform for a, a cause that you feel very strongly about? Like you've um, been in kind of an activist against gender violence, like violence against women. Yes. And will this be something that you'll be working on to um, to give more publicity to, or to, you know, make, create more awareness. Exactly. Uh, I love that. And I want to keep working on that because I realized that it is a huge problem that sometimes we don't see that we don't pay attention to it. It, it is a reality that we are living not only in Latin America, but in the whole world. And I, I think it's very important and it's a great opportunity to have this platform and have millions of people 
listening to me and listening to the organization. And we have this power to keep talking about it and to start eliminating all the taboos that exist around this topic. Because when you talk about uh, gender-based violence, we think it's only about femicide or we think it's only about um, violence at home, but it exists in a lot of different places. We experience it on the streets. We experience it at the work, at work. Um, but sometimes, at least uh, in my experience and how we have lived this in my country, we have, we have this kind of violence so rooted in our culture that we don't realize it is violence and we don't realize that we are affecting our women. And that's why I want to talk about it because I believe everything starts with creating awareness because I don't see the point, of course it is important to have laws that protect women, but I don't see the point of having these laws if we don't believe in them, if we are not applying them. So it's not only create those laws, it's not only educate the young, um, um, the youngest people in our society, kids, but it is also start educating ourselves, the grown-up people, to in order to apply these laws, in order to protect our women. And uh, I know that if we start having these conversations, maybe someone in in a room is going to listen to me and is going to to uh, adopt this idea and to have this change of mindset. And that's what I I want to. I want to create with this um, crown. What inspired you when you were even just Miss Mexico to get involved in, you know, gender-based violence and then bringing that um, to the forefront and making that your platform? Well, my sister is a feminist and she started being a feminist before uh, I became one because I consider myself a feminist. Um, and she... She said one day to me, like maybe three years ago, four years ago, like, you know, you have this platform. It was not as big as it is now, but I, I had a, a considerable amount of people following me and listening to me. And she said, you could talk about something important for us. And uh, I, I know that we grew up in this macho environment and I know that we have this belief so rooted in our culture and in our thoughts that we don't realize it but we could create change and I started investigating a little more and I realized that are hundreds or thousands of stories of women that have suffered that are dis that disappeared and their families are looking for them and there's no solution and sometimes government is not doing anything about that and when you learn when you learn about those stories, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And you, you say, well, why, why are we not doing anything? Why are people not talking about this? And that's what motivated me because we have suffered this strong violence in my state. I don't know if you have heard about Ciudad Juarez, but it used to have a very bad reputation around the 90s because of all the uh, disappearances of women and all the violence mm -hmm. against women. And we, we see this pink crosses around the streets, mm. and, but we lost the connection. You see it, you see them and you don't think about, oh, that represents the death of a woman just because she's a woman. You just don't see it that way anymore because they are all around the city. Right. You're like desensitized. But, excuse, excuse me? Like desensitized. Exactly. Yeah. 
so my goal is to make people see those pink crosses and make the connection and think about what we are doing and bring the focus again, again to that and start working on something. So I started working with the Municipal Institute for Women in Ciudad Juarez, where all this trouble started in my state. And uh, we were talking about, well, the importance of creating awareness, but also to start having some kind of action, not only be the victims, but also as women start doing something about it. So we started with this campaign, which is against the street harassment, uh, because we realized that in the center of the city was the more problematic place, the most problematic place where women were disappearing. So are they still disappearing? Is that still going on? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, not, as, not as much as in the past, but it, it still happens. So we created this uh, safe environment for women where you can walk and there are like uh, police um, police officers that are exclusive for women to help you. There are these like um, buttons, um, like uh, emergency buttons, where if you're being harassed, if you're being followed, you can go and click this button and you receive immediate help and they have cameras that are working 24 seven. So I know it's it sounds a little extreme, but it is needed. And if we don't have the enough security or the enough um, conscious about about this topic, we have to have these measurements. Right. But also when, it's not only that, but now the people that are executing this harassment or that are harassment women are punished and they have a sanction. And I think that's important to make people understand this is wrong. I know that it could be fun to uh, be caught calling someone on the street, but it is not fun for us. And sometimes we even laugh about it. You know, as women, you, you feel uncomfortable and you're like, hmm, and you laugh and, and, and it's not right. You have to, we have to do something about it. And you see, if you see that someone is being harassed, we should do something about it too. But sometimes we just stay quiet. So we have to talk about it and, and start eliminating these taboos, I just, as I just said before, um, in order to start creating change. I think that that is so important because you're right. First, it's awareness because these things can be accepted in culture. And in fact, I can remember when I was younger that the same kind of just the cat calling would happen on the street all the time. And now I don't think it does nearly as much. I mean, maybe Ali can speak no, to it. Definitely. I've noticed in the past several years, it's um, decreased. It used to be so bad. Like when I first started working in the city and it's just um, definitely in the past several years, because women started saying stuff back and like it, saying it wasn't okay, you know, because instead of being like, oh, so uncomfortable, ah, like, I don't know, like they started, you know, to say, no, you can't speak to me that way. Right. And also social media awareness campaigns and to get politicians involved because you do have to have the political leaders 
And as you said, you need the, the police to help exactly. as well. So important. How do you want to um, spread this message during your year as Miss Universe? And will you be able, because we, we interviewed your predecessor and because it was COVID year, she was only able to do events and speak to people over Zoom. How, um, what are, are, are the plans for you? Will you be able to get out across the country, go to Mexico, go to other places, do you think, and be able to talk about these things? I'm hoping that we are going to be able to travel a little bit more than in the last year. Um, I think it, it, now the world is more open to that. And I would love to do it because I think it is important. Of course, social media, it's, it's huge and it has a great um, exposure, but I, I also like to be involved and be surrounded by people because I think it is a, a greater, a uh, best way to have this connection. And I, I was thinking about it because I want to keep doing it and I want, I want it to grow. And what I was thinking is that creating this network of women where they can feel that they're listened, but they can also hear the, the stories of women that have suffered this kind of violence and how they overcome this hard situation and listen to experts that know about the topic and that could help us create more awareness and let the women around the world know that it's okay. If it, if, if it, has, if it has happened to you, there's nothing wrong with you and you are listened and you can, uh, you can ask for help and, and it is fine. It, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't mean that you were wrong or that you were weak. Right, it, that you did something to bring this on. Exactly, exactly. And I think that is an important awareness that we have to create because I have heard a lot of stories of women that have suffered violence and they always say the same thing, that they were afraid to talk because they were going to be criticized. And I believe it is a very important thing that, that I would love to do. And the message shouldn't only come from me, but it should come from the people that have experienced this, this kind of situations. So creating this environment and this network where they have the opportunity to tell this story, I think it is very powerful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, talking about your reign, your upcoming reign. So you are Miss Universe 2020, obviously it's 2021. How, what is going to be kind of different about your reign that might, you know, that maybe your past predecessors have not had, like, how is it going to work? Right. And can, are you going to get a full year? Like, because it's your Miss Universe 2020 and it's 2021. Like, I hope they're going to give you your full year still before <laughs> it's 2021. I don't think I'm going to have the full year because oh. as far as I know, uh, there's going to be the Miss Universe 2021 on December, something like that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have around seven months, hopefully a little bit more. But uh, I knew this since I uh, got in the competition. I knew that we, the winner was going to have a short reign. Um, and I always had the mindset of experiencing and living every single moment, every single minute, and try to do as much as I can with this time. I, I don't need the, whole, the full year because I can fit all those activities in just seven months. And hopefully I, I will have the opportunity to visit a lot of places and to touch uh, a lot of people's hearts and minds. Yeah. 
Um, did you, so I have to ask because you looked amazing during <laughs> the pageant. Like you looked so good. The swimsuit competition, you crushed it. How did you prepare for the pageant? What workouts, what did you eat? Tell me everything. Everything. It was uh, a very complete preparation that I had. So I had coaches, uh, of course, the, the gym coach. I was doing this like functional activity, functional training, which I love. It's kind of CrossFit. I'm passionate about CrossFit, but I stopped practicing it because I had a, an injury. So it was a little harsh on, on my body and I stopped. Um, but functional training is a little similar. Similar. I love pushing myself like um, like out of, uh, um, of my comfort zone or like, trying hard stuff. Um, well, I'm vegan, so my style of uh, like eating, um, how do you say that? Like my eating habits yes. are, are super healthy. I didn't have a diet. I, I don't really like dieting because in the past, I struggled a lot with it. I was obsessed with, I, I would eat only what the, the, um, what the doctor would tell me. And I would feel that I needed more. And then I was always thinking about food and it was just not healthy for yeah. my mind. And I decided to stop it. And that was one of the uh, several reasons that I had to choose this vegan lifestyle. And since I did this change in my life, I- And when was that? When did you change? It was like a year and a half ago when I started first as a vegetarian. And after a month, I decided to- uh, turn completely vegan and I think it was one of the best decisions in my life because since then I haven't struggled with food anymore I, I'm not spending my whole year my full day thinking about what I'm going to eat next because I'm starving because I don't feel satisfied I of course I have my limits I mean I, there's also junk food that it's vegan so I try not to eat a lot of that kind of food but but I have a conscious now like okay this is good for me it's not only to satisfy um, like the the craving that I have at the moment but it's also I, I have this mindset of what do my body need can you tell us since you're vegan and now you're not getting hungry like you are satisfied and not like many of us thinking about what we're going to eat all day <laughs> <laughs> like what is um what's a typical breakfast and lunch what do you eat um I eat of course a lot of vegetables like but a huge variety um, I eat a lot of lentils. I love falafel. I love um, the chickpeas and everything that you can do with them, like hummus. Um, and then of course, uh, like I, you have to learn how to combine the ingredients in order to have enough proteins for your body. Right. That's why it's so satisfying because it's so creative. You have to use a lot of different ingredients and a lot of colors. And it's, I, I love it. Every single dish is different. And I... I let myself uh, create new stuff. I let myself just experience at the kitchen. I love preparing my own food and also discover from time to time different vegan places. Um, and well, yeah, that, that's basically it. I, I eat a lot of tofu too and I have my supplements. I have my vegan protein and all that. Mm -hmm. So Miss, Miss Universe is a cook. Yes, um, I have to say that I am not the best. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm good at what uh, I prepare for myself. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. And so the functional training, I'm interested. So yes. is that like hit workouts? Exactly. Or like, are you doing like handstands? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, every day is different. Um, so it's a combination of uh, like strength uh, exercises also with cardio. And you work out for like 40 to 40 minutes, um, from 40 to 60 minutes. It depends. Um, and it's really fun. I love when there's a, like a group and you're training in a group because you're, uh, you're motivated uh, and you're trying to like compete with your, uh, with your classmates. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know, someday you have like lots of push-ups and sit-ups and um, then running and then you, you're always moving. And I think that's the fun part of it because it's not always the same. You're not sitting uh, with a, like, um, like uh, I, I don't know the word in English, but like Las Pesas with, um, at the gym. Right. right. Uh, lifting weights. Right. For me, that's, that's a little boring. Yeah. Um, so that's why I chose that, that kind of exercise. And sometimes people are scared of trying it because it looks hard. And of course, if you want to start um, comparing yourself with someone that has a year practicing it, you're not going to be able to do it. You have to be realistic. You have to start from the bottom, start with a little exercise, maybe only 30 minutes, but you, you're going to see that after a week, you're going to have more uh, energy and you, you're going to be able to run even more and to lift more weight. And that's how you start escalating and um, just becoming better. But it's, it's a slow process and you have to be very patient and I really recommend it. I love it. I know it's not for everyone, but there's always a kind of exercise for everyone. Yeah. Were you able to do these things online? Is that what you've been doing for the last year during the pandemic? Like working online? Well, like virtually, like follow a, a, a workout virtually, or do you know enough that you would just go out, you know, into a park, a local park, and that's what you'll do here. Yeah, well, uh, back in, in my country, I was fortunate of having this uh, big space outside where I had my trainer and sometimes he would go with me, but it was only like the two of us in, a, in an open space and I was working out there or sometimes with a laptop, uh, like online classes. Those are really useful. And I think a lot of people started doing that in their apartments. And I think it's great because you, you, you now see that you don't need to go to the gym. You can do it at home if you don't have enough time. Uh, and it's great that we are discovering this new thing that we can do through a computer. Yeah, it is just like great though to have people in the class with you to like help push you. I, I totally agree with that. Like yes. I feel like you just do like a few extra reps when people are next to you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And when you're alone, you're like, oh, like I'm girl. only gonna do... 13 of the 20 that I had to and you start being a little lazy and you're like oh nobody's watching me <laughs> uh, yeah it's hard to train by yourself you have to have a lot of um like uh determination yeah totally now before we go today I want to ask just briefly about the pageant itself I mean when you were making it like when they were whittling down like every country and you just kept making it through, what was going through your mind? I was having the time of my life. When the pageant started, well, since the beginning, since day one, when I arrived to the competition, I told myself, you are here to enjoy it. You've been preparing for this moment 
not only for the last month uh, after being crowned Miss Mexico, but since I started in the pageantry world. That was my goal. So I, I seriously talked to myself and I said, enjoy it. Because I know myself and I know that I'm always like too, like I'm a controller and I, and I want to be, sometimes I want everything to be perfect. Um, but I was here to enjoy it and to just show the organization who I really am. And the best way to do that is enjoying what you are doing. Um, so when the final competition started on the 16th, that's what I reminded myself. You know what you have to do. And you've been working hard for this moment. So just be yourself. And whatever is going to happen is destiny. So if it's for you, it's going to be for you. Uh, even if you stress or you don't stress about it. So just leave the moment. And that's what I did. I enjoyed every single runway that I had. The uh, runway with the swimsuit, the swimsuit competition was super fun. I loved it then the elegance of the, the gown competition. And when I was at the top five, I remember asking myself and just start analyzing myself like, what am I feeling right now? And I, I was in peace. I was enjoying it. And I, would, I was listening to the crowd and I felt like my whole country was there at the audience because they were screaming so loud and they were singing this beautiful Mexican song. That I, I got goosebumps when they started singing. I started singing along with them. And it was just, it, it, it was great. I felt so proud of being there. And when you think about it, it's unbelievable. It's, some, it's incredible that you have been watching the Miss Universe competition for years, year after year, and you admire those women and you dream about being one day on that stage. And it was a reality. I was on that stage and it was my moment. And I couldn't believe that actually millions of people were watching us living living our dream um and what did you feel when you heard your name like when okay it was the last two and you're waiting and then it was you who was Miss Universe what it was crazy if you watch the video so we were we were standing a little further from each one because uh, uh we didn't have COVID. face masks so we didn't right. we couldn't be that close um Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And I remember the crowd was going crazy and Mario said, Viva Mexico. And I thought for a second that it came from the audience. So at, at the beginning, I was not sure. And then I said, oh my God, I won. And I started screaming. If you see the video, I was just screaming like a crazy person. <laughs> and like jumping and I was like, oh my God. And then Susie came and, and I asked her, is this really happening? Oh, <laughs> I think I'm it was great. And then, um, well, I had my first uh, walk as Miss Universe. And suddenly I, I felt like, oh, wait, all of my friends are here. And then I turned around and I ran with all my friends from the competition. And it was so, it was so beautiful. It was a beautiful moment to be hugging all of them and hear their, their good wishes. Like, oh, you, you deserve it. I'm so happy for you. 
um, I, it, it filled my heart. And actually I just uh, did a post yesterday about that because the friendships that you create in this competition are forever. And you learn a lot from them. And I, I know that if I want to visit one of their countries like in five, five years, you, I'm always gonna have a place to, to visit. I love that. Well, congratulations, and that's wonderful. It's so great to hear you sharing that beautiful memory, and that you were so happy. We can see your yeah, happy. Yeah, like makes me radiating. Yeah. <laughs> and we wish you all the best for your year. And we really hope that with you know the pandemic easing, you're getting your vaccines, that you will be able to travel and to meet lots of, of other young women and inspire them with all of your messages and you know also reach them virtually. Yeah. We'll look forward to talking to you later in the year. Oh, thank you so much. That would be awesome. I really enjoyed our talk and whenever you want to, um, I would love to talk with you again. Thank Good. you so much, Andrea. We'll have a wonderful time in New York City. I hope thank that it you. Well. Thank you. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.